You are listening to a sermon from the Mulvane Church of Christ in Mulvane, Kansas. Subscribe in your favorite podcatching app or find and listen to any sermon online at mulvanechurch.com slash sermons. Psalm 7. O Lord my God, in you do I take refuge. Save me from all my pursuers and deliver me. Lest a lion, or like a lion, they tear my soul apart, rending it to pieces with none to deliver. O Lord my God, if I have done this, if there's any wrong in my hands, if I have repaid my friend with evil or plundered my enemy without cause, let the enemy pursue my soul and overtake it, and let him trample my life to the ground and lay my glory in the dust. Say law. That means pause. Arise, O Lord, in your anger. Lift yourself up against the fury of my enemies. Awaken for me, for you have appointed a judgment. Let the assembly of the people be gathered about you. Over it, return on high. The Lord judges the people. Judge me, O Lord, according to my righteousness and according to the integrity that is within me. Oh, let the evil of the wicked one come to an end, and may you establish the righteous, you who test the minds and the hearts, O righteous God. My shield is with God, who saves the upright in heart. God is a righteous judge, and a God who feels indignation every day. Verse 12. If a man does not repent, God will win his sword. He has bent and readied his bow. He has prepared him for his deadly weapons, making his arrows fiery shafts. Behold, the wicked man conceives evil and is pregnant with mischief and gives birth to lies. He makes a pit, digs it out, and falls into the hole that he's made. His mischief returns upon his own head, and on his own skull his violence descends. I will give to the Lord the thanks that is due to his righteousness. And I will sing the praise in the name of the Lord, the Most High. So here's David. It says this is when a man named Cush, a Benjamite, was coming after him. David recognized the evil and error of the one who was persecuting him, the unjustness of it all. In this passage, David says, Judge me according to my righteousness, verse 8, according to my integrity. He says, God tests the hearts and minds. Judge me according to my righteousness. Now, there's one sense in which the scriptures speak of righteousness in that no man possesses. It's quoted in Romans 3. There are none righteous, no, not one. Yet David says, I am to be judged, Lord, please, by my righteousness. How do we reconcile those? There's a righteousness which we have all defaulted upon in sin. It's not an absolute sense of righteousness, of inherent righteousness. Who among mankind possesses that? But there's another kind of righteousness, the righteousness that comes with what? Comes by faith. From Abraham onward, how is Abraham counted as righteous? His faith was counted as righteousness. Genesis 15, 6, Romans 4 and 5. What is the great gift to Christians? 
our faith in Christ is counted as righteousness. So there is a, a counted righteousness, an imputed righteousness. A righteousness that comes by living by faith. It's a similar thing to the qualification of an elder. An elder must be what kind of man? A blameless man. It's this kind of blamelessness. Every elder you've ever known. Could you think of a sin the man has done? I almost don't want to ask that because you know, I want you searching your memory banks for all the faults of any man who's ever served as an elder. No. Because who's accounted for those faults? The Lord had. And the Lord would count them blameless. And we should think of them in that way. So here, as a man of faith, as a man who recognizes, verse 12, a man must repent. That David could say, I live in righteousness, I live in uprightness. It is not right the way I've been treated. But he has confidence that those who are wicked will not persist because the plans they make will be thwarted by a righteous God. One last observation here before our closing is verse 14. Notice this progression. The man conceives evil. He's pregnant with mischief. He gives birth to lies. Conception, pregnancy, birth. In James 1, what does James talk about the way of sin? Lust is conceived. It brings forth what? Iniquity and ultimately death. So there's the same progression of conception, pregnancy, and birth. Sin, in, starting with lust, brings out the eventual outcome of death. Here, the conception is of evil, and so the birth is of lies. And so, wickedness grows, but when it's not cut off, and if it's not stopped, it has a bad end. But instead, for those who are righteous, the closing, verse 17, I'll give thanks to the Lord. Due to his righteousness, I'll sing praise in the name of the Lord, the Most High. So there's the one on whom we can rely, the one who has an inherent righteousness, the one who counts us as righteous, if we live by faith. Thank you for listening to this sermon from the Mulvane Church of Christ. Additional sermons and information available at mulvanechurch.com. Come see what a difference the Bible way makes.